Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. Today we have Brett from Unique and, you know, they're roughly managing six to eight million a year as an agency. I actually met Brett when we were working together at Facebook. So we are some OG buddies who have been, you know, living the dream on Facebook ads for quite a while now. But yeah, we've got your host Dylan in the house. Zach will be able to make it with us today. But Brett, man, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Rootin' tootin'. Heck yeah, man. Well, give everybody a little kind of insight of what you're kind of getting into. You know, shoot, it's been three years since we were working at Facebook, but what's Unique and doing kind of these days? Man, I think I am still mainlining Facebook ads. It's like, can't get away from it, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, working at Facebook was great. Got that side client while I was there. And then uh, this is the one we're actually going to talk about today. But been going strong since we have just over 24 clients now uh we'll probably get another one on monday um we're growing i've hired another you know one of our other coworkers. uh yeah. he's awesome um and so yeah everything's just going strong we're we're kind of just like any sort of agency uh as you grow you you know facebook's not the only thing you do so there's obviously google and uh snapchat amazon um Pinterest has been a fun one to dive into, but yeah, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Let's talk. Yeah. About what's your budget spread across? Are you, are you for your kind of clients is it more 80% Facebook, 20% for the other side, or, you know, what's, what's kind of curious on that allocation for actual digital spin? The most is definitely Facebook and Google. Uh, Facebook is probably like 80% of overall budget. Um, people like to test other platforms. Not every business is appropriate for other platforms. Like, yeah. you know, Pinterest is pretty demo specific um but also it really works best in the u.s um but yeah it's mostly facebook hell yeah well fortunately we do have a solid facebook ad today it's a very different you know rich ad that we're kind of used to i will say that but you know it's kind of cool on the whole lead gen side so i mean we're talking car insurance here today a very sexy sexy non-sexy topic Yeah, people love it. Oh, it's so great. Insurance is the best. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, everybody will have this kind of, you know, actual ad in the show notes. You've got to have some context, but essentially it's great savings for exclusive drivers. So it's very car insurance oriented. But Brett, go ahead and kind of rip this apart. Tell us, you know, how it worked first. I know you mentioned the other ad. You kind of, you know, maybe put a little bit more money behind on the actual getting it created versus this just being a stock ad. So go ahead and kind of give everybody some context on how good this ad did and kind of more or less why. Yeah, you gave away the secret there. Stock, right? <laughs> like, who knew? But we were, it's a car insurance company, just for some context. Um, they were new to Australia. Their target, their target demo is women 35 plus who are the sole driver of their car. Uh, they do not share their vehicle, right? So like pretty tough market australia is not very big um obviously women makes it smaller and then 35 plus who do not share cars very specific um they you know partnered with a a tv show so they were a sponsor of a pretty big it's let's think of american idol but it wasn't the australian idol it was another type of show like that Oh, wow. They were the main sponsor there. So they had to get like a legit commercial because they were going to be on TV and stuff. Um, So they invested a lot of money to produce, uh, you know, like a 15 and 30 second commercial. And 
Of course, we're going to try and use that on Facebook. Um, now, just so everybody kind of gets some ideas out there, how much is an actual like, commercial cost to get made like for TVs, like 10K, 20K, 30K, 100K? I, the, I would say closer to 250. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it looks good. You know, it looks like a real commercial. Um, it's, <laughs> I would hope at that cost. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, I mean, we got a lot of images out of it that we could use or, you know, we're able to use. We didn't use them all, but um they didn't use our ideas when they were shooting it you know because like with social like bts right like behind the scenes stuff would have been fun um there's so much you can do when you're shooting creative and they didn't give us that so we had this this very fancy professionally shot commercial um we introduced that into our funnel and i have results in my right here so like before you know we're trying to reach certain metrics, right? Like uh, we want to get people to buy the insurance for ideally under like 200 bucks. Um, we were getting it around 222. So it was not hitting the goal. And we were only getting about 45 uh, purchases for insurance online um, a month with those ads. And they, they really, really were hard on that $200 mark was their CPA goal. And we weren't really reaching it with that specific video. Um, so our team got together. We're like, let's just find some stock stuff. Like maybe we can do something else because this video, it's very boring. It, you know, I wish I could show it to you. It's just so boring. It's just a boring <laughs> video of a strange dude who's clumsy and like sets his, sets his coffee down and spills it and asks to borrow a car, um, borrow the lady's car. And she's like, uh, I'm not going to share my car with you. But... So we got this stock video and it's literally just a lady dancing. Uh, she's happy uh, just dancing with like a folder in her hand back and forth, back and forth for like eight seconds. And that's it. Copy, you know, you can be happy too uh, when you see how much you can save. Cause really like, right. Car insurance is so boring. Um, mm -hmm. Nobody wants to deal with it. We all have to though. Um, make it exciting, right? We're talking about Facebook, Instagram, social media, like, if it's if it's a boring industry, a boring product, a boring service that you're selling, like you you're already probably boring with your ads. You can't be. Uh, you gotta do something different with your creative. And you know the Geico's of the world, like you can't really compete with Geico in Allstate. Um, you got Flo as well. She's such a dominant figure on the insurance side. <laughs> seriously, yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't. Stock video, actually, by the way, was it something on Facebook? Was it promo or like what did y'all use for the stock videos? Oh, goodness. Um, I think it was just an Adobe video. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, was, was there any overlay text or anything or just straight video of her dancing? Sure. Just, a, just a video of her dancing. Yeah. Um, you know, she's like a bit, she's in a business suit, a power suit kind of that's not buttoned up. So, she's, she's having fun, right? Like, she's dancing, but $85, right? It, Oh, it's so only five dollars to to get this video. What uh, was the difference in kind of lead cost from the professional video to this video? I know you mentioned around two two twenty for the kind of more higher quality video. But actually, yeah, um, yeah. Looking at, looking at Ads Manager here, so it was forty purchases. Yeah, like two twenty two before, and then six hundred purchases at 64 $55 a purchase oh that's drastic change there it was, it was huge um 
how much ad spend is behind this actual ad? Would you say it's more than 10, 15K? Sounds like it. Uh, we increased it more those months. Yeah. Heck yeah. Was, we were like crushing goals and, uh, and it's like, well, when we're hitting our goals, like you're ready to pour more fuel on the fire. Let's go. And they're like, absolutely. Yeah. Heck yeah. And that's so, the most fun. Definitely. Yeah. So quite a different approach, you know, on the whole rich ad side, you know, it's very Legion oriented um, from all those purchases. Are y'all tracking leads to purchases or just going, you know, optimizing for purchase? So I'm kind of yeah. from the, like the lead drop off to where if you got a hundred leads, maybe only 60 would purchase or whatnot. Right. So these are all straight online sales. So they are, they are starting a quote, getting a quote and finishing and purchasing their policy. Right. Um, so it's, that's what we want. You can, you know, we've optimized for start a quote for other uh, campaigns just to get people into the funnel. So like starting the quote process and then ultimately purchasing because we're actually optimized for purchases with these ads because the engine can track all that stuff and they're actually putting a credit card in and spending, you know, maybe average like four or $500 uh, or no, sorry. They're worth four or $500. Um, yeah, because I mean, insurance, it's a shitty topic. Let's be real. So, I mean, with these actual ads, you can be this happy to have a girl dancing. I mean, it's very non-looking kind of insurance ad, but I feel like you, you kind of just killed it on the side. Right, and it's important to remember you do not need to – like, yeah, it'd be great if you could shoot a Geico-esque commercial for your boring product or service, right? But it's very – I mean, these guys spent how much? with that other ad that they look the other commercial that they produced. So yeah. like you don't need to do that. Uh, this is just a girl having fun dancing. It has nothing to do with car insurance. Like it doesn't matter, but we've targeted these people, added them to our funnel, retargeted them. And you know, you just, you're having a good time. Like finish your quote. Right. Yeah. It's perfect too. Cause I mean, you got a girl dancing and you mentioned earlier that 35 plus woman oriented Australian audience, that kind of sweet spot. Definitely. So pretty snazzy on how relevant this really is to the yep. audience you know yep, yep. Well, hell yeah well let's yeah. segment this bad boy into the actual poor ad um i know bad, bad. Bad. i don't know <laughs> we're about to roast some ads so i sent you three variations yeah go ahead and I think we should roast the second ad I sent you. Okay. Mr. Sly Digital Business. Do you think Sly's real? First of all, is this a real is is he Sly? Sly Digital? <laughs> Shit, this ad's not there? Sly at all. I think it looks freaking terrible. But everybody, <laughs> just so you have some context, we'll have this in the show notes, but generate free organic leads and sales without paying for ads. Now where'd this come from, y'all? An ad. <laughs> and I mean, it's, there's nothing nice about it. Secret hack captures organic online lead and sales on autopilot. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. What, what are your first thoughts on this? Would you convert immediately or maybe not at all? I'm distracted by the uh, O-face, the, the wow emoji that looks 3D, you know? I didn't uh, uh, he's, got, he's got the like and the heart emoji floating around the background of his picture and his image. But that wow emoji is just distracting the heck out of me. Yeah, the creative is absolutely terrible. Um, I get the angle he was going for. But I mean, when you're running ads online, you really got to spice it up a little bit in some way. Because this 
there's negative feedback and then there's positive feedback. The amount of negative feedback this is going to have is just going to ruin the entire ROI because this defeats the whole purpose of what he's trying to sell is, you know, how to get organic leads without paying for ads. But, hey, I'm going to pay for ads so I can get these leads. <laughs> right, right. I think we we would see this and be like, what the hell is this? I think the average user wouldn't really get it, get that joke behind what we're talking about. But the funny i i don't know if you read the copy too again or like look at the copy like this bugs the shit out of me like even at like facebook all the time and still like when we get new ad accounts and do audits it's like does anybody pay attention to their copy and like how they type it they they do that uh first letter of every word capitalized but then they miss certain letter certain words and then it's big small big small big 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 small small like what is that um yeah well i can tell you exactly what it is man it's it's, it's a shitty ad you know <laughs> oh, all right yeah. that was a good little detour you know to, yeah. to have a little roast session and just admire how good our ads are just because there are some really hidden nuggets that are just absolutely terrible these days yeah i wish you had a necklace on too that would have been nicer it would have been a lot of swag you know a gold chain possibly popped a little bit more but yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a poor ad right there. Well, cool. For the final segment, of course, we'd love to dive into some sort of financial principles, take a page out of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. So, I mean, Brett, with you managing, shoot, six to eight mil a year in ad spend, what kind of maybe tips would you have for other agency owners on, you know, the fund, not even the funding, but the kind of more finance side of things like, hey, how to come up with a budget, if you have a budget, how to scale all the side? What are some kind of tips you would give to, you know, individuals who are listening out there? We got media buyers, advertisers, businesses, you know, what kind of financial tips would you kind of give out there to kind of let everybody keep in mind? Well, geez, that's a loaded question, man. <laughs> um, obviously, or maybe it's not obvious, but it should be like, <laughs> what is, what are you selling? Right? So if it's one product or whatever, multiple products, you have to think of your, your profit margin. Um, your margins are super important and it goes back to, okay, what can we spend to, to still and get a sale and still see a profit? Like, you know, where are you in the business of, are you brand new and you just need to reach a bunch of people and get some sales to like proof of concept and go from there? Or have you been doing this a while? You know, things are groovy. Uh, we want to scale and reach more people. Like we're not worried about bottom line profit or anything. We just want to like top line, reach more people, keep expanding. Um, our, f I'd say like 20% of our clients are very budget uh, focused in that they don't want to spend over 20 K a month or something like that. Right. And, and it's a hard, it's a pretty hard 20 and we've probably, I think four of them last month, uh, one was like two bucks over and but like it's really fun to be really close with your budgets um two dollars shouldn't matter right no not at all but when it comes down to those accounts that are killing it how do you bring it up to your client saying hey the results are there i mean you brought up earlier you gotta fuel the fire when it's kind of you know really blazing exactly low. right so like the other 70 percent of our clients 75 are you know we talk to them in the beginning it's like okay what is your budget for ads you know like what can you spend monthly quarterly uh Often they'll say, I mean, you tell me. And it's like, perfect, right? Because 
like they're of the mind like if it's working here we go like you know uh keep burning it um increase spend like if we're hitting our goals if you're hitting kpis like why would you not want to increase spend and scale and scale and scale um just get the sales so kind of like what we did with our ad uh the the rich ad right like we had these budgets, but she was also like, we are crushing it. Keep spending. You know, uh, we have that cap of $200, like get as many sales as you can at less than $200 a purchase. So we did. And it's, it was bananas. Absolutely bananas. No, I mean, that makes total sense. So how do you deal with those kind of objections as an agency to where it's like, are you getting paid on percent of ad spend as a flat retainer? So of course, yeah. you probably want yeah. to spend more. I mean, how are you kind of trying to, boost that LTV of your kind of clients there? Do you just kind of let them, okay, cool, we'll keep it at 20K flat? Or are you like, hey, it's looking really good. Q4 is coming up, making it more expensive. Let's go ahead and, you know, feed the beast right now while we still can, while everything's kind of really efficient. How do you kind of, you know, yeah. really, you know, navigate those objections? All of our, I'd say like almost all of our clients are just a flat retainer, whether they're spending, you know, 10 K a hundred K, whatever, like they're going to pay us the same dollar amount each month. I think from a business owner perspective, maybe I would make more money. We would make more money if we did a percentage of spend because then we start scaling and we're not making more money. Um, I could tie incentive bonus incentives into our contracts. I haven't done that. Like we've just really had happy clients, you know, our retention rate is very high. Um, we're working with the same clients, like pretty much from when we started, uh, plus all the new ones and we've grown only by referrals. So like that tells something, I think, yeah, if we did a percentage of spend, like it kind of bugs me because it incentivizes us to spend more, even if the results aren't there and we still spend more and maybe get like less results but we're getting more money because we're spending more but yeah yeah there's always a middle ground there because yeah there is. that's a tricky situation to where you know we have a lot of agencies on who you know get a percent of revenue or percent of profit or percent of you know actual attributed conversion value so there are lots of ways to do it that are just very win-win it's just but dude even that last one like attribution is the bane of my existence um you know <laughs> and and even with like the new iOS update that everybody's freaking out about, like Facebook will figure it out. So don't worry too much, but you know, like attribute, there's never a perfect attribution and you just have to explain it to your clients right away. Like they need to, like, I think it's working closely with them to help them understand what the hell we're doing. Like they have no idea. They really don't, they don't get it most of the time. Um, and so it's like teaching them really like, all the analytics and attribution and just all the ads, everything we do. Oh yeah. I mean, you got to educate them because of course, you know, everybody wants a 10 X everything they have when you got to <laughs> sometimes give them a little bit of a reality check. Yeah. I love that. Now, when you have clients come to you, do they typically have a set budget? Hey, we're looking to spend 20 K we're looking at 10 K or do they pretty much say, how much do you think? Brett? You know? <laughs> Honestly, well, I think, I think they look at us to be the expert to guide them. Most of them or like lately, more of them have come with like, you know, we don't know, which is, I mean, great. Cause I can help them answer that. Um, you know, there's the caveat of, sorry, I muted myself. Uh, the caveat of if you're spending less than 5k and you haven't ever spent ads before, 
and you can't commit to 5k a month like just as a beginner like it's probably not worth it um it's all case by case dependent you know um but yeah you're gonna want at least 5k probably three to 5k um and then some of our clients have said yeah we have ten thousand dollars it's like okay but what if we're doing they're like sorry we are you know everything's earmarked or for the year so we can't spend over that amount you know each month it's like bummer okay no and that makes total sense there i mean it's 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 one of those games and you you don't know they're back in numbers i mean yeah that's something that always drives me a little bonkers whenever you know i'm trying to possibly get a client as well it's like well how much do you recommend i'm like hey i'm gonna say 10k every single time that's my favorite budget to start off with yeah yeah i mean it's it's totally out of, you know, the agencies or media buyers control to kind of help businesses allocate a budget to where, you know, we always talk about knowing your numbers, but as a business, you need to know your numbers before you even yeah. have an agency or a media buyer to actually gauge uh, a three month plan, six month plan, or even a yearly plan to kind of gauge what kind of digital marketing budget you need to have. Because with most businesses, that digital marketing budget is one of the larger expenses, but hey, it's what it takes to acquire customers. It sure shit should be one of the largest budgets expenditures but not always like there's you know there's still people paying for billboards driving around a city or like wrapping a promo vehicle and it's like what are you doing like make sure that's fun local hyper local but like your customers are all over the country and not around out right now you know like let's yeah and i mean where they are yeah everybody's you know, everywhere. And you might as well use these machine learning tools to kind of really find them just because, you know, the algorithms are smarter than we are. So, I mean, it is hard to give somebody a specific budget also. Like if, you know, we get a new lead, right. And talk to the client. And if I haven't seen their Shopify store and I haven't looked at their ads or they, they have nothing for me to look at, it's hard for me to like say, Oh, you got to spend 10 K 30 K. Like, Oh, we need to spend at least 5 K 5 K is the minimum. I think really that anybody should be spending starting out right but shoot it's hard without knowing all the numbers because it's all just about data man right you know gotta feed the beast yeah hell yeah the new well, one. well shit brett this was a pretty juicy one here it's always cool <laughs> the other agencies perspectives you know yeah. especially a legion ad in australia on the insurance side on how you're able to take a very expensive commercial and Go ahead and pull it out and pull a stock video and <laughs> bring it down by by a four third. You know, it's, that's just absolute bananas. Lesson learned. Like, oh, I kind of felt bad throwing that in there, but it just made a crazy difference, and it was so much less expensive. But I mean, not even comparison, like how much it cost. But it's yeah. one of those things. Test, test, test. Who's your oh. Abby? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Trademark. No, <laughs> but Brett, you know, how's there, how, you know, what are some cool new things you got going on in Q4? How can people kind of get in touch with you? Uh, we are already writing Q4 copy and, and create it and making creative for our clients just cause we started that like three weeks ago. Um, yeah, you got to think about Q4. If you want to get in touch with me, just go to unique and a N D U N I Q U E A N D.com or Brett at unique and.com. Um, always down to chat like i love this stuff whether you want you know actual service or not like i'm down to chat facebook 
like I live and breathe and mainline this, you know, all day, every day. But we've what's what's neat uh, for a couple of our clients, we've started doing those AR ads, augmented reality. So mm. people can try on those products on their face or or, uh, you know, with their phone, their camera phone as they're looking, which is pretty cool. Um, we may need to get you back on to talk about one of those rich ads then because that's. Some- yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's different. Like, I mean, and when we first started, like the ads were just terrible. The performance within the ads were terrible. Um, you know, and that's just everything Facebook. Like they introduce a new thing and it sucks. Like remember when Dynamic Creative was garbage? Like it was trash. It is so much better now. Um, but yeah, so AR is, AR is better. It's still not as good as all of our other types of ads but or other ad types, but it's just a lot of fun and yeah. Well, y'all heard it best we're gonna have brown again to talk about some ar one of these days <laughs> nice well man thanks for hopping on it was an absolute blast to kind of get you on this bad boy but hey man once again much appreciated here here i'll talk to you soon sounds good have a good one everybody Bye.